Santa's watching, Santa's waiting while you're silently masturbating. <laughs> That's better than me, and I've had people tell me that I should write songs for Weird Al. <laughs> Which is mostly just about food. And that comment has come from Joe. Oh, really? Yeah. Which Joe knows comedy, because Joe's super stoic. He does. And Joe, Joe, if you don't know Joe, he's a coworker of ours, and he has the most beautiful smile ever. That's that is true. The one thing I will ever like always. That's I introduced him once to like coworkers from a different department, <laughs> and I was like, "This is Joe. He's got a beautiful smile." And they looked at him, and he like and then was he bashful smiled. for a second, and then he smiled, and they were like, "Oh my god, he does!" <laughs> <laughs> so, so if Joe is Joe is the be all end all of everything. Welcome to our Christmas episode, our actual Christmas episode. <laughs> you ready for these taglines? I love it, yeah. I like this, like, subtle background music. I know, right? <laughs> so, ready? You've made it through Halloween. Now try and survive Christmas. Okay, Halloween was actually, like, a difficult month. Not, like... <laughs> For you? <laughs> yeah, I think personally, it felt a lot. But, like, Ernest, you know, could have been better. But, like, Silent Night, Deadly Night, the entire month of December... I've loved these movies mm-hmm. so far. Like they're great. So yeah, yeah, cool. I'll survive Christmas. Number one, uh, number two, Santa's here. Every other Christmas <laughs> movie has ever used this. So sorry, you suck. But this is also what 1984. So mm-hmm. uh, he knows when you've been naughty. So does my boyfriend. <laughs> Shocking, disturbing. The movie they tried to ban. So this must have been for like was it a the porn? DVD. I don't know. <laughs> There's a big history as that they did oh, try yeah, to ban this in the theater. This. And um, if a Nightmare on Elm Street gave uh, what's it? A Nightmare on Elm Street gave you the um, uh, what's it called? <laughs> uh, yes, what? What? <laughs> Jared's giving me hand signals. No, hey, hush, ha! Vi- um, it was about to replay. Oh it was about yeah. To be like, and I was like, just shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> If A Nightmare on Elm Street gave you sleepless nights, or if Halloween made you jump at every shadow, or if every Friday the 13th was more frightening than the others, then beware! Okay, my main problem with this one, (laughs) Friday the 13th, or no, uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street came out the exact same time as this. So this is probably another one that they threw onto the DVD. Well, didn't they do re-releases of this as well? I think so. I don't. So maybe it was like post it because the what I read was that like this and Nightmare on Elm Street came out at the same time, and Silent Night and Deadly Night mm-hmm. was doing better than Nightmare on Elm Street. But then yes. the second like the second week or so, it actually switched places, and that was because people were so upset with how they were depicting mm-hmm. Santa, which <laughs> Santa's depictions and stuff like um, Tales from the Crypt. And happened the, um, before this, right? Yeah, and then what was the other one? Um, the one that they remade in the two thousands. Um, uh, what? Black Christmas. Oh yes, but that wasn't. Was, was he it called dressed Black up Christmas? as Santa? Um, yeah, it was another. It was another mm-hmm. horror movie. Christmas. Christmas Evil. Christmas Evil. Yeah, is the nineteen eighty one. Yeah, and it happened before. It almost then. made it on the running on this. This. Uh, yeah. This. But I think because of Christmas those, um, it. Uh, I think those just weren't as big as 
as like this mm-hmm. as this movie and this movie i think had a lot more promotional push but because of that people had a lot more backlash right and people were really upset with the fact that Han- santa was holding an axe they were just upset with a lot of things well there's so a lot to be in. upset yeah. with because we got two headshot deaths two killer santa clauses seven pairs of breasts one man butt one throat slash, one backslash, one hanging by Christmas lights, one box cutter gutting, one hammer to the head, one death by bow and arrow, one death by impaling on deer antlers, one decapitation by axe, and a body count of 13, a budget of $1 million, and a gross of $2.5 million, an IMDb score of 5.9, and a Rotten Tomatoes score of Thirty-one percent. It's 1984's Silent Night, Deadly Night. Let's drop some bombs. Unified. I have a 738814111 Recorded right here in a projection booth. My name's Jonathan Young. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... Jarrett, Merry Christmas, Seifert, and just like Silent Night, Deadly Night, I am what happens underneath the covers that you pull your boyfriend's head underneath and go, you smell that? It's a gift. (laughs) They're getting way more elaborate. It's, it's a silent night, deadly night. <laughs> silent but deadly night. I actually did pull that move too, and uh, <laughs> he stayed around. Oh. <laughs> so this is our first in a triple feature uh, special Christmas gift that we have for our listeners. This is uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 1. Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 is going to be our comedy commentary for the month of December which you can find right now on YouTube. And then also, after you listen to this, hop right over and listen to Silent, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, the podcast episode. Yep. So three episodes all in all for you guys to enjoy for the Christmas holiday. More fun. Yeah. And this is three slashers in a row. So yep. Silent Night 1 and 2, and then New Year's Evil next week, for New Year's. And I love a good slasher. Oh, we it's always my do. Favorite. Right? <laughs> um, so, this movie presents the idea that Santa Claus punishes people. He doesn't yeah. just give you a lump of coal, he gives you a lump on the back of the head. And it's kind <laughs> of like a lot of different events that lead up to the idea that Santa is a punisher. So, <laughs> the punisher? A Punisher, but also, yes, the <laughs> WW. Was this back when it was WWF? No, I'm talking about the Punisher oh, from Marvel. The, oh, I was like, you know, the wrestler. <laughs> I don't know if there was a wrestler <laughs> he named was, there Punisher. Wasn't, no, but he, the Punisher did just get a Netflix series, but people are mad about it because they're like, guns, a white person, blah. 
What? And which is actually real. <laughs> okay. White people should not own guns. White men should not own guns. <laughs> anyway, so it starts off. They're going. Uh, this family is driving to visit their mm-hmm. grandpa, who is in a an, uh, an old folks' home. The year is 1971. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. So. Like you said, they're visiting their grandpa in the Utah mental facility. Yep. Like I'm like, you didn't even try on that one, did they you? Did not. <laughs> um this movie also uh, right off the bat uh sings the song that you heard mm-hmm. uh in our intro. Santa's watching, <laughs> Santa's mm-hmm. waiting, watching you masturbate. That is right. <laughs> exactly. Uh and but as soon uh, there, what you didn't hear in what we played was there's a little kid that sings it prior to oh, yeah. that in the Tiny intro, child. and then the soundtrack itself just sounds like somebody leaned on their Casio keyboard. <laughs> as I described it, every single sound played at once. Well, do you want me to just play it? Like, listen to how this, like, this is how the movie starts. It's insane. Yeah. Like, uh, like somebody wasn't even trying, right? Tiny child. Mm-hmm. God, it's so jarring. Like that's the scariest aspect of this film. <laughs> like, oh, noise, and then, noise, and, and then somebody's just like, oh, wait, oh, so sorry, sorry, sorry. Turn it down, turn it down, turn it down. <laughs> yeah, and Oof. then it starts and out with like, right, right. So yeah, so it's a silent like, night with a, like a wreath. Noise. Yeah, and then as somebody leans on their keyboard, then the deadly night part comes wow. in blood, splashes <laughs> in like a cartoon fashion. And so you're like, oh, we're in for some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, indeed we are because this movie goes through a set of – this is what happens when a child is pushed too far. This is what happens when a child is exposed to too much. Yeah, right? Like, But this is also, I believe, what happens when it's like – I don't know. There are so many – this is such a uh, – such a – testament i guess to why we shouldn't use that old age type of like oh if you just discipline the person for their actions instead of punish yeah instead of figuring (laughs) out why they're doing these bad actions then it'll be better and it's like no you need to like talk people this is like the main reason of like no you need to punish no you need to talk your feelings (laughs) out damn it no punish So, so we if you off, don't know, yeah. that's what our main character screams out after right. every kill. Punish! So then we get like <laughs> our, uh, we have two adults, a baby, and a child driving to this Utah mental facility. Mm-hmm. They get there and the two adults are visiting the dad. Right. We don't know whose dad it is. Because they both call him dad. dad. Yeah, they both <laughs> call him dad. If I ever get married, I'm not going to call the new person dad. I'm no. Like, oh, Hank. He has a name, right? and I will call him that name. Yeah. Yeah. But and, also, it's like, when you're in a movie scenario, like, you don't both call him dad, because you're also trying to establish relationships here. Yeah, it is, right? <laughs> right? You would do that maybe in real life, if that's the kind of, like, person that you are, but not in a movie yeah. scenario when you're trying to set it up. But then again, it doesn't matter. It's no, somebody's yeah. dad. It doesn't matter. So grandpa is catatonic, right? Yeah. And um, 
they leave their I don't know how old he is, five? He uh, he looks maybe like six or seven. I okay. Say. Well he's supposed to be ten years old in nineteen seventy four, right? What year? No, we wait, no. He would be eight years old in nineteen seventy four because he's eighteen and eighty four. Yes. Okay. And so this is seventy one. Seventy one. So he would then be five. Okay, cool. Okay. Thank you, math. Yeah. <laughs> um but I don't know. He's very articulate for five. Yeah. Right. So, but who would leave their five-year-old child with? I don't know. In a in. I know with, it's the like, common area of the mental facility, but, but it's it, still a mental facility. And it looks like wax figure, Grandpa. Like he is <laughs> not doing anything. It's kind of even blink. scary. Yeah. yeah. Right. So they leave uh, little Billy with Grandpa, and as soon as they're out of the room, Grandpa's like. Are they gone? Yeah. <laughs> like, kind of looks off to the side. Are they gone? You want to die? Like, <laughs> right? The worst. He's like, hey, kid, do you know the story of Santa Claus? Oracle like, Grandpa. That's how we just future. start this off. <laughs> right? Basically, Grandpa's like, hey, uh, you've been good? Awesome. Great. No? Well, Santa's going to come and he's probably going to punish you with death. So. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> he punishes those who are naughty. Yeah. Right? Ultimate terrifier. Right? <laughs> and then and then goes back to catatonic when anybody else like, oh, somebody's coming back in the room. <laughs> and then they, they're like, oh, you know, let's go. Yeah. Bye, Dad. Merry Christmas. So on their way home, Billy's like, I don't want to see Santa Claus anymore. I don't want him to come to the house. He'll kill us. Right? And the mom's like. Oh, your grandpa's just crazy and old. And he's like, don't talk like that, Grandpa. Uh, uh, Santa, Santa will, will punish, punish you. you. Like, whoa, okay. I was like, okay, this kid is clearly traumatized right yeah. off the bat, right? So flash over to a convenience store, right? Um, and there is a man dressed as Santa Claus who comes into the convenience store and immediately robs the convenience store. And the clerk tries to grab a gun and so the Santa blows him away. Uh, killer shot, by the way. With this some guy nice is... singing. Yeah. Just... <laughs> He's like, oh, holy night. No, that's actually not. No, he right? blows him away with a gun. Not with his ex- ex- Just ex- blows ex- him away. Extreme vocal cords. <laughs> no, he blows him away with a gun. He was not a contestant. Fall on your knees. No, this is a movie that actually has no official Christmas songs yeah. in it until the hey, very end. Sidestep, do you have a favorite Christmas song? A favorite Christmas song? Yes, but it's extremely depressing. <laughs> Which one? I love depressing things. It's Wham's Last Christmas. Oh, that is really <laughs> sad, but only because he died. Yeah, George Michael. Mine is... Um, actually, I have two. <laughs> Uh, the other one is the Mariah Carey one. Last, all I want for oh, uh, you know, uh, all I want for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Mine is because I um, like doing the backups. But like, and I, you know that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine is uh, Sixpence None the Richer does. Uh, it came upon a midnight clear. <laughs> I'm like, okay, go no, on. <laughs> Sixpence None the Richer. It came upon a midnight clear. It was featured in like one of the best episodes of Grey's Anatomy ever. It was a Christmas episode, and this is where I get the Christmas tradition of you hang up all your Christmas lights and ornaments on the Christmas tree. You lay on the ground, and then you lay underneath the tree and look up at everything. 
It's uh, that does. It's sound my fun. favorite Christmas tradition. I thought you were gonna say that it was Panic at the Disco's "This Is Halloween." No, goddamn Halloween, no. Halloween. No, that's the most like whiny song. I hate it. Halloween. I'm like, all right, stop over trying. <laughs> Super. But no, it came now up on Midnight I'm Clear. Of consenting like, age. <laughs> it's like it's a nice like. Um, I don't want to say Vitrola. It's some well, one of the weird like strumming stringed instruments okay. like dun, 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 and it's oh. it came up on kind of picky midnight clear yeah it's so good yeah. and it's like it it the cover of the album is like a dark snowy night and that's what the song feels like i also like so those good. um those metal record jukeboxes you kind of hear them outside of yeah. the haunted mansion bing 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 yeah. bing you know and you're just like that's creepy yeah. and fun at the same time yeah yeah so Everyone has a favorite Christmas song, no matter what, Indeed. even if you're Jewish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, theirs is just, um, <laughs> I was going to say, Bare Naked Ladies singing Dreidel, Dreidel. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yep. Actually, that's not even what their theirs one is or something. Right. It doesn't matter. So they're, they're driving back from the mental facility, and the car uh, comes upon a Santa outside of his car, and he's like, hey, help me, my car is broken down. And the kid's like, don't stop, don't stop. Right. And then the parent's like, we got to stop for Santa. And Santa's like, hey, could you help me out? And they're like, well, what do you need? And then Santa pulls out a gun and is right. like. And the mother's immediately uh, like, ah, yeah. run, Which run. I, I applaud the mother for that. She's <laughs> yeah. like, back up. She's like, she's right, on because her Don't hesitate. She right. should. She. I, I honestly believe. But she also drive forward. Because they were not directly in, like, back... They were really close to the back of that car. Mm, were they? Yeah. I don't know. Also, though, if you drive backwards, I would imagine him to not be a good shot. He's a really good shot. He's an amazing shot. Yeah. He fires three bullets, and and one that the one that does him in is a headshot. Yeah. Headshot to the driver. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the second headshot he's pulled off tonight. Yeah. <laughs> insane right so the car flies mind backwards. you this is not the killer santa claus in the rest of the movie yeah, this is a different killer santa claus so the car drives backwards kind of goes into a ditch mm-hmm. the the wife is screaming in the car um the the, the Plus, baby this convenience store owner i mean this convenience store robber is going all in yeah he's like might as well kill everyone <laughs> while i'm on a christmas spree right this is his shopping might as well spree. do some shopping raping while i'm at it yeah He's just shopping for convictions. Yeah. So then, um, so then the the little kid before Santa gets up there flies out of the car and across the street into mm-hmm. a different ditch. The mom is screaming and like the baby is just placed on the seat. And the Santa pulls the mom out of the car, throws her to the ground, rips her shirt open, yep. and starts just rubbing his face on her boobies. <laughs> and then she's like, "I won't let you do this." And well, she didn't say that, but <laughs> one more or less, she it was implied. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. Well, like, this is this is what I this. okay. So the radio said right prior to this that it's like twenty six degrees out. <laughs> Sounds like perfect rape weather for me. <laughs> like yeah. what? Like who is like I just shot a man in the head, and now I'm gonna rape a woman on the side of the road? Yeah, like. I mean, we're trying to analyze the mind of a psychopath, but like at the same time, it's that's, a bit much. That's not psychopath. At that point, that's I would say Insane. somewhere more along the lines of like schizophrenia or yeah, actually I would I love random psychology. So yeah. I would say schizophrenia because there's no logic. 
There's yeah. Where there's psychopaths no. <laughs> at least have some sort of logic. Psychopaths are. It's just a, a lot bit more cold to be yeah. rapey, Mister. Yeah, Santa. it is. <laughs> and uh, um, so little Billy yeah. watches this all go down. Santa Claus uh, decides, like, yes, it is a bit cold to be rapey. Let's just uh, slice her yeah. throat when she slaps me in the face. Yeah. And that's it. That's what Billy sees. Yeah. Flash over. It's 1974. So three years later, Billy, Billy and his uh, infant brother, now not an infant, uh, but they've both been placed in this orphanage. Uh, the orphanage is run by nuns. Uh, so Billy, of course, is traumatized yeah. by what he saw. And Billy's not like a problem child. Not really. But he has a mullet, so you know he must have yeah. a problem. So my thing is, we're in this Billy stage, this young ten-year-old uh, Billy stage, mm-hmm. eight-year-old Billy stage, right? Because it's ten yes. years to the next one. Yeah, we're in the eight-year-old Billy stage for a good like maybe five-ish minutes. That feels During more this, than that. It does. There's there's so many things that happen to Billy in this ten-year-old stage or eight-year-old stage. Well, no, anything bes- before his eighteen-year-old stage is half of the movie. Yes. The exposition. Oh, yeah. The exposition to tell where Billy's at is too much. The yeah, the exposition to establish that of uh, uh, basically where Billy's going to end up by the end of this movie. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Absolutely too much. They could have told that throughout but also added in more horror. They could have done so well, much. Well, doing better. flashbacks throughout would have broken up the what well, little suspenses in yeah, this movie. Do one main flashback and then set it up. Yeah. You know? They could yeah. have done it better. Oh, absolutely. So during this time, though, Billy, Billy, I believe he's a good kid throughout the rest of the year. And then it gets to Christmas and they're like, he's acting terrible. And so the orphanage is run by nuns. Yeah. So they're like, he's acting terrible. He's a bad kid. The head nun, the, um, the mother, mother superior, yeah, mother superior. She's like, he can be corrected, but he just needs to learn. Blah. And she's like, seems like a typical mother superior from the seventies. Yeah. And like, you know, but it's also like, but they never also reference like, Oh God will help him fix it or anything. Cause that's, yeah. that would be the, the being like, okay, I understand why she's like this because she has a true faith in God and being, like you know discipline and the lord will be able to save billy right yeah and at the same time it doesn't seem like anything billy's doing is all that bad no but that's the thing like billy um so the first time he gets in trouble he gets in trouble not even well it's the first time that we're seeing apparently he gets bad like you said every Every christmas Christmas, yeah right this this first which has only been two christmases prior so apparently this christmas is the worst because they need to show it Right. And so it shows Billy. He's drawing Everyone, yeah. images. Everybody is drawing pictures in the classroom. Billy of decides Christmas. to draw a Santa Claus that is fully stabbed and like a reindeer that's decapitated. Yeah. Because right? he wants to hurt Santa because right. Santa I'm like, that's pretty people. legitimate. Yeah. It, okay. So my thing is like I side with Billy in his young ages mm-hmm. because he's got trauma and this orphanage isn't doing anything to Not help. Not a thing. This is not this movie's a product uh, of the system, you yeah. know. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so he gets in trouble for that. He gets sent to his room, no recess. But then they're like, "Hey, like the nice nun." So the nice nun comes back later. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Hey, I do you know what you did wrong?" And he's like, "I do know what I did wrong." She's like, "Okay, go outside for recess." And she leaves. Billy gets dressed and he starts walking up, but then he hears moaning noises. 
and it's obvious sex noises. This is weird, too. Okay? I don't know who's having sex. Okay, they show for – okay, there's one split little scene of like uh, just kind of in between of reestablishing the uh, – that we're back at the orphanage at the later yeah. part of the movie. And there are some teenage-style kids that walk out to go play in the snow, too. So, oh, I would say they're more like preteen style, yeah, or early teen at least. I, I'm I'm assuming it's an orphanage. You could probably be up there all the way yeah. to eighteen. Yeah. So Billy was. Maybe they were teens, but they didn't look like teens. Yeah. They. It looked like. It looked like one nun was like, "I am done with this celibacy thing." Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like one nun and some orderly or something. I don't know. Someone just making the meals. But but whoever they were. They were totally okay with getting beaten by yeah. Mother Superior. Like, uh, so yeah, Billy is punished to his room, and then the nice nun decides, being like, hey, the best thing for you is to come out and play with the rest of us, right? So she t- asks him to come out, and on his way out, he sees these two people having sex. This is way long and drawn out, too. Like, this movie could have been called Silent Night Naked Night yeah. because everybody gets naked in this oh, movie. Oh yeah. Everybody. Like I said in the in the in the totals, seven different pairs of breasts. Like seven different scenes where you see breasts yeah. in this movie. Um and then two different scenarios with naked men in That's this okay. movie. No, no, it's fine. I'm just saying Should have been more. Silent Night Naked Night is what this movie is. Silent Night um, Deadly Naked. Yeah. Um and like the same shots of breasts over and over again. Yeah. Um and now the copy that I did give you is the uncensored cut. So it's actually a combination of two different cuts of the movie into Yeah, there one. were some cuts where I was like, the color seems shit here. Color was off like, and stuff like that. So uh, there could have but been... But they were never the bad shots. It was no. just like, this is extra, we threw it in. Right. And that's what I think uh, this was. This was a little bit of... I think it's a fan's recreation of what they uh, know as the most pristine uncut version because the uncut apparently doesn't exist. Or now it does, but uh, it didn't. Uh, But I got my hands on that one for us. So if it seems like it's like, well, there was like three of the same shot, might be this version versus the actual cut of it. So um, Mother Superior bursts through the door whips the shit out of these two people yeah. be like and and is using the phrase must be punished you know naughty people must be punished so she's driving in punish more than even grandfather did yeah but billy is getting this driven into his head punished naughty people are punished right which you would think plays out in the movie more but like he Not doesn't really right because you never see him witness all these na- people being naughty right and he only asks one person before he does or does not kill them if they've been naughty right yeah. you would think that would be his thing where it's like i'm gonna tie you up and ask you you're gonna be naughty and you're gonna deny it be like no but i saw you and you or know. if you're kinky you'll be like yeah daddy right <laughs> Punish, please punish yes. me. And she's like, mm, but without the axe, please. Punish. Right. <laughs> so then, so, yeah. So Billy uh, basically goes outside, and they're like, that wasn't good. Right. And then Mother Superior's like, 
I know he's got issues with Santa, but that'll all be solved today when I make him sit on Santa's lap. Right, and she asks him, um, do you know what they were doing upstairs, right? And he's, and he's like, like, no, I don't, right? And 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 it's almost as if she was like, what they were doing is very naughty and unacceptable, right? And they were punished, right? And then she's like, I told you not to go outside, and so you'll be punished too. And, like, I know she tells the nice nurse to shut her mouth in this moment, but, like... He was asked to come outside. None. Huh? You call her oh, a nurse. nurse. Oh. I was like, mm, she's more. She's, she's not. different. The nice nun asked yeah. her to come. But yeah. that's the thing is like, so she keeps punishing him for things that aren't really yeah. even his fault. Yeah. It's a bit unfair. Because um, later he has a recurring dream about his parents getting killed and just runs out of his room in the middle of the night because he's yeah. scared. And she then ties him to the bed. Yeah. So, Terrible. okay. I mean, Killer Santa Claus is part of it, but Mother Superior is also yeah, fully at fault the for the trauma. Yeah. Right? And then what you were about to say is well, her okay. plan. So, yeah, he has that runaway moment on the the Christmas Eve, right? Right. And then... December 25th, mm-hmm. they're opening presents, and she's like, go do it. You've felt bad enough. And they're all great, hunky-dory. And then he goes, and she's like, he's going to sit on his lap. He'll learn the error of his ways. And then we cut to her, like, essentially dragging him to Santa's lap and him, like, trying not to do it at all. Um, she sits him on Santa's lap, and there's, like, a good five seconds of just kind of like, no, this is uneasy. And then he just clocks Santa in the face. Yes! Straight up decks him. Like, Santa just flies out of, like, I was like, this kid is strong for eight years old. But also, it's like, if you know that this happened to a child, like, even somebody who's trying to teach somebody a lesson and, like, getting them to face their fears, like, this isn't the way to do it. Maybe start out with a photo of Santa, see how we do from there, you know, because clearly a photo of Santa, like, uh, causes him to like convulse later on in the movie yeah so maybe maybe just don't do that maybe a little nice you know so, so yeah then 30 minutes expo- <laughs> like 30 minute of an exposition mm-hmm. uh we're at our next step in the movie yeah and we have the sister the nice sister and she's going around to stores and she's like hey can you hire him like he's good then we get to the like this the clerk of a toy store and he's like, No, I need men to do this work. Real right. men. Blah. And she's like, Okay, well, I guess I'll have to call Billy and him in here to like get the news of rejection himself. And he falls her in and it's like this full pan up shot of like, <laughs> This is a man. <laughs> and I will not lie. Bow, I was bow, like bow, bow. Oh, I heard that. <laughs> like in my bones, I was like, It's a Man. Right? He's got like and, half rolled up denim sh- sleeves. Oh, he did. Right? <laughs> oh. It was like Swayze to the max. Yeah. Bum, 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 it wasn't even like, like I legitimately had to Google this. I searched it up. He's I a was good like, looking dude. Well, no, I had to search. I was like, was he of age at this did time? Did he do porn? Filming? Is that what no, you're no, looking no. up? <laughs> no, I was searching. So he was, so he's supposed to be playing an 18 year old. He was 22 at the time. Okay. So I was afraid that it was like, he's playing an 18 year old, but he's 16. His name is like, Robert Brian Wilson, by the way. Oh, yeah. And Robert <laughs> Brian Wilson was good looking at the age of 22. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. I felt that in my soul. Yep. 
Uh, <laughs> and we see his butt later, so That's I'm really right. happy. We do see his butt. So Billy aged like a fine wine. Yes. And he gets a <laughs> no job more at the mullet. Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a job at the Toy Store, not the yeah, Toy Story. Yeah, the Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> howdy, howdy, howdy. And we get a music montage. Oh, my God. Okay, so, all right. I got the song for this, too. Okay. Oh, this is a very man. musical episode. Okay, so I got the song for this. Check this out. Like this hap, this song plays over the entire montage, and it just it doesn't fit. It's ridiculous. Like here we go. Ready? (laughs) Wait. Um. Yes. Here we go. It's like. So as this time, as this has happened. Billy is like working in the stock room. It's one of those like you're doing work <laughs> just to make a paycheck. And he and he like he like drops something and then like a girl picks it up and helps him and he helps out a customer and like the store owner together. Cause we love each other. We're sisters and brothers. We're making our way through the work day. Here at Iris Toys, we have the best customer service. We have people that are handsome and good looking and just blonde and beautiful, and they'll help you out with everything you ever needed. They may or may not turn into Santa and kill you, but that's yet to be determined. As of right now, they're here to help you. The and they're here to really provide you with some sexual tension that probably won't play out because unless she's... you think it'll play out in murder. <laughs> and then we've got you sold on that, too. So enjoy our creepy toys, our creepy displays, and, you know, have a good time. Have enjoy you ever, your Christmas. Have you ever wanted a, so- a toy store that looked like the stock room at all times? Come to Ira's Toys. We'll let you tour the stock room and the store floor. We'll ask you to tell the difference. And if you can, you get 15% off. Will that mean anything for your purchase? No. No, but it's you'll be 15% of your limbs. Yep. You'll die. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we love your company and we love the business you bring us. So shop us. Buy us. Love us. Iris Toys. Iris Toys. <laughs> you won't have to spend an arm and a leg on purpose. Uh, oh, this song's not over yet? Oh, it oh. goes. Oh, it's got. We were so close. Thank you for shopping at Iris Toys. We love you. And your limbs. Punish. Punish. <laughs> so, yes, that actually. And that song, just as long as that improv just took. <laughs> If it felt that way to you, that's yeah. how it feels in the movie. Like, it just goes on. Um, uh, so it just it just keeps going and going. This montage of, like, Billy doing a good job and yeah. everybody's happy and, like, he's happy, right? Why? Because this Christmas hasn't happened yeah. yet. Like, the Christmas season is upon him, I think. It starts setting up by the end of it. Mm-hmm. But there's also one moment that I loved. That it was the um, it was the the other like the stock room guy, and he's like the head stock room. Guy. Immediately after this montage, is the biggest bully ever. I know, but so during the montage, he seems really great. Oh yeah, but he's like, here, let me pour some alcohol in a glass. <laughs> no, yeah, you want some alcohol? And, and Billy like, goes, nope. nope, I got milk, which makes like, this montage even more ridiculous and wholesome. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. Got my milk. I have calcium D. <laughs> Who needs alcohol? 
<laughs> the worst, like, right? So immediately after this montage is established that the other backstock yeah. room uh, is, I guess, his superior or at least supervisor, yeah. and is a big old bully. Oh yeah, for no reason. He's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, Billy?" It also establishes the front of the store that has one of those that looks um, like the back of the store. <laughs> well, no, 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 like the storefront. So oh. the storefront of this place, it has. Uh, it looks like an abandoned building. I know, <laughs> but so it's got those like. You know, like Frosted if you've snow ever, windows? Yeah, if you've ever come from like a small town, mm-hmm. all the all the stores at the front, they do the frosted snow windows right. of like the paintings with like the chalk paint on the windows. Mm-hmm. And this store was like covered in it. But when it shows the exterior shot of it, mm-hmm. it literally just looks like someone graffitied the entire building. <laughs> yes. In yes. Christmas. Yes. And I was like, Oh no, the store got shut down and someone graffitied mm-hmm. all over it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, never mind. I'm still watching the movie and it's in its heyday. Yeah. Like it was so sad. Although they had they had Star Wars toys and they had He-Man toys. I was like, "Yes and yes." Yeah. Mm. That was fun. Feeling your He-Man so. I was. <laughs> well, you know, this, the Billy could have played He-Man. Right? Yeah. Oh, he could. Mm. Oh, okay, don't appeal to me. <laughs> don't appeal. Um, so yeah, Iris Toys, a mentally safe place to shop until November 1st. Yeah, basically. Um, So, Billy has a dream sequence. This is where your second instance of man butt and uh, more breasts come about. Yes! Right? Where, okay, so when they were filming this scene, like... Do you think they got pissed off when they're like when they realize that they're not filming a scene that's integral to the movie at all, but then realize that it's a dream sequence? Where they're like, I got naked for a dream sequence. Like uh-huh. I'd be pretty happy to get naked for a dream sequence. <laughs> oh yeah? No, because I don't like getting naked. <laughs> right. It's so, like no, no, I hate myself. Yeah, Billy just has a dream that he's having sex with the other store clerk girl who's he has a crush on. Yeah. Right? Which is fine. You know, he has a little wet dream. Um, but he wakes up mid-wet dream because he's like, ah, I killed her! Right. And I, it's not established. That it's, this is the only time where I was like, it, does Billy sleep in the store? Like, yeah. I don't know where he Does he have resides. nowhere to go? Yeah. Um, but I think... <laughs> I think that this was filmed in the same house that he kills the girl with the antlers because his his room is just that wood paneling. Yeah. That same wood paneling that's all over that other house I later. Know. Right? All that was missing was a whole bunch of tiger pictures. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> we'll real. get We'll get there. So why is um, – so we got established that obviously Billy works in this store place, but why is Billy's outfit a Jedi? <laughs> it's that weird. I'm I'm wearing a smock. It's like thing. smock wrapped around mm-hmm. a little long, and he's like, mm-hmm. and that's his lightsaber flipping around. <laughs> so yes, he's wearing he's so horny that it turned into a lightsaber. The closest thing that I could say is resemblant of that is what like Home Depot people wear now. Yeah, right. A smock. Yeah, yeah. It's a smock, but it's that weird like full like smock yeah. vest thing. That like I guess people wore back then. I don't. They're like that's your uniform. Go, it's so go over the job. And may the force be with you. So um, now it's Christmas Eve, and yes. 
the person who's been playing Santa in the toy store has called out sick. Because he broke his ankle ice skating? Oh, I didn't even hear that there was an excuse. I missed it. He went ice skating and broke his ankle. Sure. Can't be Santa with an ice skating ankle injury. Right. So, um... Their bright idea. Is to get Billy... Now, they don't know Billy's history, so that's not... This is not... I feel like the nunnery should have been like... (laughs) The nunnery? I don't know. I'm not a nunnologist. I'm <laughs> not an anologist. That was literally my next word. I'm not a Catholicist. But I don't know. It's a nunnery. Get thee to a nunnery. The nunnery. <laughs> Get thee to a nunnery. Okay. That's from uh, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, okay. No, I think it's from Shakespeare in general. But <laughs> you say get thee? To a nunnery. Yeah, okay. Get thee to a nunnery. I don't know. Oh, God. I anyway. No, I really don't know. I'm not being dismissive. I just, I'm like, I don't know. Because uh, we've discussed this. I hate Shakespeare and I am big. Oh, I do too. Yeah. So um, their bright idea is to get Billy to portray Santa, right? Yeah. Um, Why doesn't he speak up? Yeah, like I don't feel comfortable. All he's got to do is say, I'm sorry, I'm not comfortable. My parents were killed by Santa Claus, which he speaks up later and says my parents are dead to um, – I, I think his name is Mr. Sims, um, the the, uh, the Irish tour owner. He speaks up later and is like, my parents are dead. Why doesn't he write now? But then Mr. Sims is also like, I forgot that. You're right. Yeah. But but that, that, that's what confuses me is yeah. like, that's your trigger, right? That's true. That's what you're absolutely afraid of. Even at 18 years of age, you have not been able to get over it. Like, why would you dress in the thing that you're terrified of. Uh, for shits and gigs. Right. <laughs> like, like, why would you become the yeah. thing that you're most terrified of? So, he dresses up in this. Ooh, hit my water bottle. Mm-hmm. He dresses up in this, and uh, he essentially, like, while kids are on his lap as Santa is, like, threatening them, like, if you're not a good girl, oh, I have the speech. Murder you. I have this. Oh, I don't want to listen to it. I 100. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just wrote it down. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is word for word what he says, and, and this, this is, is terrifying. Like, yeah, I work with children. I think kids are the greatest thing in the world. We can learn so much from them, and this is something you would never say to a child. This is not, and it's at kind. Of, it's kind of at uh, room volume. It's like kind of like a gritting whisper a little bit, but enough that the parents are directly right next to yeah. Oh, I don't think the parents could have heard at all, uh, 100%. I really don't. So there's a child that's squirming, and she's like whining and <laughs> on his lap, right? This is word for word. Hey, stop it. Please stop it. What's the matter with you? Please stop it. Please stop it. What's the matter with you? Stop. Stop kicking. Do you have any idea what you're doing? You're being naughty. Right on Santa's lap. I don't bring toys to naughty children. I punish them. Severely. That's right. Stop it. Or I'll have to punish you. Is that weird? No, I hear it. Yeah. That's weird. Like, he just gets just downright, like, that's it. We no, that's we're about to cross the line here. That was crossing. <laughs> oh, that was the line. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> How weird is that? Yeah, that's terrible. And the parents are like, <laughs> he's so great with my daughter. Yes, Mister uh, Mister Sims is like, 
Good job. I love yeah. it. Yeah. He's amazing. All the kids run crying to their parents like, "Mom, be good." Yeah, she does. She runs to the mom like, "Mom." And he's like, "He's so good with kids." Yeah. <laughs> what? Right. So then we get to the Christmas party. <laughs> I love he closes the door. He Did you see this? Mr. Sims yeah. goes to the door, opens the door, Mr. looks Sims out. What? Kind of seems like a pedophile. Oh, yeah. And 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 that's kind of his mo in a lot of movies he seems like that oh. yeah that's um oh, what is his name it's uh he was i remember him specifically in um uh funny farm i want to say yeah yeah he's in a funny oh, farm weird science yep weird science uh the great outdoors he's the guy in the great outdoors that keeps getting struck by lightning in that <laughs> movie um but he's always like kind of like creepy and uh, I don't know how to put it, but he, yeah, he's kind of rednecky. This is like he's actually in this movie the most dressed up and formal out of every movie he's ever been in. But um, that yeah, that is uh, Britt Leach if you want to look yeah. that up. But he, I love he opens the door, like looks outside for a second, and then closes it, locks it, and goes, "It's seven o'clock. Let's get shit faced." And I was like. That is accurate. That is me at 3 p.m. <laughs> Every day. That's you right now. Yeah. He drank a whole bottle of wine today, folks. <laughs> In two hours. Right? Four hours, actually. And because, yeah, I'm not, hours. and because I'm not saying that we're recording multiple episodes, you seem like an alcoholic. <laughs> it is multiple episodes. That was okay. They're like, I we're see. 44 minutes in, and he no. finished a whole bottle? No. There's other <laughs> contributors. Right. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they have their Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like Billy gets his first taste of alcohol in this moment because Mr. Sims is like, "Drink yes. up, you need to." Right? Do and- you think the alcohol played into this? <laughs> too? Oh, I think it did. <laughs> so like, we get to witness every single downfall of what this is like making a murderer. <laughs> if making a murderer showed making a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, like, uh, Billy drinks a lot, and this girl that he likes at the store, mm-hmm. she um, she starts... She's like, you should drink, too. I'm yeah. Like, ah. But then she starts doing flirty stuff with the... Well, immediately, the bully guy comes up, yeah. like, nudges her, like, hey, you know, hey. does that head thing, like, let's go in the back, right? I'm and she's like, my dick's bigger, let's right? go. And, and she's she, like, all right. She's like, okay. Right? And we haven't established that she oh, has led Billy really on at all. Right? Also, though. What do you mean? Like, she's just kind of there. Yeah, she's just there, right? And Billy has had a crush on her. So that's a really the only thing that's established, that Billy's yeah. had a dream about her and he's interested in her. And they were kind of smiling at each other during the montage. Yeah. But that is it, right? So, um, like... Billy's watching them make out from the front of the store, and they're in the back store in down an aisle, right? And in this moment, I was like, mm, well, you know, this is kind of legitimate. I, too, have stared from afar and wanted to kill a man who has stolen a crush of mine. <laughs> punish. Oh, God. Nothing? Why do you not like the punish thing? I love it. I think it was so well done in this movie. Nothing? I just... Okay, well, God, make me feel awkward. That's what the movie did to me. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, don't make everybody else feel awkward. You're making me feel awkward. Good. 
Anyway. Yeah, so Billy sees them making out from afar, and then they eventually go into the stock room, and mm-hmm. Billy's like, I don't like that. Yeah, and in this moment, Andy, who is the bully, says, like, um, they're in the back, and she's like, you brought me back here for a present. Like, what are you going to – and he's like, the present's in the back. And, I'm, uh, and, like, Andy is clearly saying his dick is the present. And she's still like, where is it? Yeah. I kind of wanted to see the present. <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah. So – uh, they go further back in the stock room, and and he starts forcing himself on her, yeah. right? And she's like, "No, stop!" Right? And I'm like, "You were just making out with him." Yeah, it's okay. I don't want to say excuses for rape, Mm-mm. but yes. Okay. They... <laughs> no, like they were leading up to those moments, but mm-hmm. also like she kept saying, "No, stop." I like, just don't. There should have been it, – it was a very uh, – It should have been actual sex and him walking in and just being upset yeah. at it and just taking them both out. It should have been out. some sort of rape scene. So, it shouldn't have been that. Right. And, and for, also because it's like Andy here in this moment makes an extremely bold choice yeah. where he's like, I'm going to rape you now and then we're going to go back outside and party? Yeah. Like how do you come back from I just ripped your sweater open in the front? Yeah. Like <laughs> – how do you explain that one? Hey, I lost all my buttons so, um, in a party favor. She, I don't know. <laughs> she um, uh, got her sweater caught on like a rack back here. Got and the, um, the, the I mean, the mascara that's running down her face is not from tears, guys. Right. It's totally not from tears. And um, so carrying on, right? Who wants a shot? Huh? Right? Who wants a shot? Uh. Totally not a rapist. Like, how do you come back? I know. <laughs> from that like that's the second time in this movie like i think the director really liked like front shirt rips yeah because <laughs> like everybody everybody who's about to get raped has a front shirt rip just wide open yeah right so, so billy reacts and billy takes over he he grabs christmas lights yeah and he starts strangling the other like back stockroom guy, and somehow strangling him with Christmas lights also makes his neck bleed. Yes, so I was like, yeah, sure, whatever you want. Kills him, yep. and then the girl that he had a crush on is like, "How could you?" Uh. Well, this is weird too, because her reaction, although should it's like, "Oh my god, you killed a man." Yeah, but also like, how about a little bit of like a. <laughs> Attitude. I don't know how to yeah, put it, I, right? It's just like... You stopped him from rape. Right? She's like, I... It was part of our game. Right? <laughs> right? He I wasn't really... Play it fast and loose. Yeah, yeah. right? I, I like to play the game of rape. Like, he comes in, I'm oh, like, God, no, please so don't. Right? Well, no, people do that. Like, yeah, you know, I want you to shouldn't... look outside my window and then like, pretend and then you come in. That's a thing. Yeah. Right? I don't believe in that. That is a thing. Yeah. Okay, sure, but no. Uh, it's weird. But Yeah. The, but that's the only explanation that I can yeah. have for her being like, okay, yeah, he went over the top, but she could have been like, did you mean to kill him? Like no questions asked. Just get I away would, from me, you crazy. Yeah, I would rather have someone murder my rapist than be like Absolutely. Yeah, why would you do that? Like, right? Yeah. That's uh, insane. Pretty sure when RoboCop shot somebody in the dick, that woman wasn't like Oh my God! How dare you? She oh my was like, God! That Thank was a you. perfect 
dick. Why would you do that? <laughs> so um, because of that, then Billy goes, uh, he says, punishment is necessary, Pamela. I'm like, for what? For the sex. I guess for for don't not sex. liking him. No, don't sex. Don't sex. No one needs to show their nakedness or sex. I guess. But at the same time, Pamela did nothing. She wasn't like, here are my boobs. Like, someone exposed that stuff for her. But he kills yeah. Pamela. He straight up takes a box cutter, goes from belly button to stern. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, yeah. yeah. Belly yeah. button up. Yeah. He basically Guts disembowels her. her. Yeah. Like, and that's it. She done. Right? So now, um, Mr. Sims has decided to come in the back and check on people. And Billy pops out and is like, uh, I guess Mr. Sims got to go too. Claw hammer. Claw <laughs> yep. hammers him in the back of the head. In the skull. Um, well, skull. Yeah. Wherever. Yeah. He just claws hammers Sure. Him. And then the the other stock room girl or whatever she is, she's a clerk. Um, she's like head store clerk. I think. Something. I don't, know. I don't know. It almost she's seemed like, like she was a little, going on? she was a little flirty with Mr. Sims. Yeah. I couldn't tell what their relationship was or what she even did. What, what is it that just say you do here? Yeah. I don't know what she did, but she was oddly enough, my favorite character. She's a little off the wall. Yeah. yeah. So that, um, she comes in and she finds all bodies. Like yeah, she's like no, yeah. no, oh, no. oh, god, no, right. So there, this is like a chase scene, yeah, a decent chase scene around the toy store. Um, she hides at one point, and then it's like Billy is stalking her and sees what looks like like the mistletoe that was on her hat or something, and and now he has a fire axe from the wall. It's a double sided fire axe, which is a very iconic look for like it puts the rest of the Santa suit. And like the Santa Killer image that we're going for, out there. But it should be it should be known that like Billy doesn't he dresses as Santa, but is like screw this beard like but yeah. not fully like he wears it underneath his chin like the whole beard thing. So you see Billy's face at all times. Yeah. Um, and weirdly wears red gloves. Uh, yeah. Santa wears red gloves in this movie. Uh, when he normally wears white. So he's stalking her around, and he tries to swing at what he thinks is her in a boxes, and then she pops out from behind instead and runs towards the door, and Billy instinctively just has a bow and arrow just yeah. next to him and shoots her in the back of the bow and arrow, and she's down for the count well, she, as like, well. She's about to swing for like the front glass panel. Yes. And he goes, hey! <laughs> and she turns around and is like, what? <laughs> And then she's like, oh, it's you, the killer, and, like, turns back around to swing for the front window, mm-hmm. and he shoots her in the back. Yeah. So it's like, you could have just avoided that word, hey. Yeah. People probably would have been hey! on the upkeep about all of this <laughs> a lot right? sooner. So, um, that is Meanwhile, that. Meanwhile, <laughs> nice nun from the very beginning is like, oh, no, Billy on Christmas was made Santa. Like, she's Right, because earlier she called right before, um... The Christmas party, yeah. she called, and the Andy, the bully stockroom guy, was like, uh, Billy doesn't work in the stockroom anymore. They put him on Santa duty. Yeah. And then Nice Nun's like, holy shit. Yeah. Which is the appropriate reaction oh, yeah. to when this uh, goes down. So she made it to the toy store, 
to find all the bodies. And this is where the movie likes to remind you of the people who have died by showing them again, like in the same shots that we saw two minutes earlier. Yeah. Um, Flash over to um, now a man and a woman are making out on a billiard table. Well, flash over to some Christmas carolers. Yeah. Um, it like cuts from like Christmas car- carolers to zoom into this house, but there's one Christmas caroler that's like doing the most like extreme over the top head, head shakes. That one. Like, meanwhile another song that's not an actual christmas song or like one that they made up for the movie or something i don't know because the one i the one i um played for us earlier yeah even the track said unreleased silent night deadly night score yep like everything for this movie was written for the movie when i'm pretty sure almost all original christmas music is like royalty free yeah. Pretty, pretty sure. It should be. You know, it's the same as like uh, anybody. You can play It's a Wonderful Life in every movie ever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so um, now um, we get like a sexy billiard scene. Right? It's why are. Okay. So um, this is Denise and I guess her boyfriend, right? Denise is a babysitter yeah. for a young little girl named Cindy, right? And um, so Denise and her boyfriend have chosen the odd choice of having sex on a billiard table. More balls. (laughs) What? More balls. Okay. Okay. More balls? (laughs) You're like, more balls. Now keep talking. (laughs) Thank you. There are more balls on the table. (laughs) It's fine. Yeah. Um, So... Cindy is like, hey, um, Denise, like, I want to see Santa. And she's like, if you don't go back to bed, Santa, not, you know, she's not going to come for you. Right. And um, she's like, don't come down. We're 30 year olds doing homework. Right. <laughs> because she looks so old. And what's funny about this, this is um, Denise is played by Linnea Quigley. Right. Who is arguably probably. Um, the most famous person to come out of that. She's a screen queen from the 80s. Uh, she gets naked in this movie. She got naked in um, uh, what's his, Return of the Living Dead, which is uh, an excellent uh, competitor of uh, Night of the Living Dead from back in the time. Uh, it's very tongue-in-cheek. Uh, Return of the Living Dead uh, is famous for, one, her dancing in a graveyard naked, <laughs> like, and two... Return of the Living Dead established the whole brains thing. Zombies didn't talk before Return of the Living Dead. So she's very famous for that and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, you can see her at any other like Monster Palooza signings and stuff like that. She's extremely well established. So she's like that screen queen from back in the day that would get nude and everything, which she does in this movie too. And probably has the most iconic kill of the movie as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is the kill that like – I think other posters have used and things like that. This is the one, yeah. right? So um, she interrupts their making out to – she hears bells. Yeah. Now, I don't like, know about you. She's like, I got to let the cat in because the cat has bells. <laughs> right? One, does anybody really give a shit about a cat enough to let it in versus like having sex? Yeah. <laughs> Me? <laughs> I'd let a cat in. I'd be like – 
Because my thing is like it's twenty six degrees in Utah. Yeah, well, no, you're if it's right. like if I hear like a tiny noise and I know what that noise can solve, and mm-hmm. I know the noise is going to keep going on, I'll be like, one second. Oh, so you didn't used to like make out through the whole like playing of the the looping of a DVD player over and over again. No, I'd you be had like, to stop. Let it. me shut it off real quick. Okay, great. Back to it. Ah. Yeah. So I don't know about you also, but when you are choosing an outfit as a killer, do you pick one with bells? I feel like I wouldn't. But this guy just goes all in. (laughs) Right? He is heard multiple times in this movie. Yeah. He is heard by her. He is heard by the sledders later on. He just, it's like, whatever. I got bells on. Yeah. Yeah. So she comes to let the cat out. And he just barrels through the front oh, he door. Bust through. Like it's just plywood. Like he comes up on the porch and is just like punish. Yeah. <laughs> he barrels through the door. Doesn't even does he axe it one time? I don't even just to weaken it a little bit. Yeah. But then just like hulks through the door yeah. and is like, here's Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> and um so she's running around the living room. He throws his axe across the room. It stabs in the wall. Yep, stabs in the and wall. And I thought after he did that, I thought at one point he was going to pick someone up and just, like, shove them onto the axe. That would have like, been good. With their back. Yeah. But he never did that. that but no, bummed. he does yeah. one better, right? He picks her up, <laughs> and there's a mounted deer head. She fighting, by yeah. the way. She <laughs> just goes limp. She's like, no, no. Right, but he like he picks her up. There's a mounted deer head, and it like shows the shadow. Of also, it. the deer head's way higher than it needs to be. Yeah, <laughs> right? I'm like, was she and, super tall? And he like slides her onto the antlers, and right? Pales her with that, and that kills her. Mm-hmm. And Very then quick, she lays somehow. there, huh? I don't think that would actually kill someone. Well, she's gonna bleed out. Yeah, but if those like horns are still in there, uh huh, it's gonna hold the blood in. Mm, I mean semantics. <laughs> like, I mean, is the is, all right. Out of all the things in this movie, you're you're yeah. questioning if antlers will hold blood yeah. in. They will. Okay. So then the boyfriend. What I'm like, questioning is how the boyfriend didn't hear any of this commotion. He had the radio on. No, because that was just '80s soft pop. It was. <laughs> but he had the radio on is what the movie wanted us to believe. And they're like, yeah, he didn't hear. And so then he's like, he where are you? He didn't hear Billy bash yeah. through a door and her screaming. But he goes upstairs and he's like, what's going on? Well, broken door. <laughs> he's like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And then Santa attacks him as well. And this is a pretty good fight. Like, it involves like. Except for Billy, uh, this kid hits Billy in the face with a poker and there is not a single mark on him. Yeah. Maybe he's just like just, on some weird yeah. psychotic, like extreme emotion thing. Well, it's from that shot of Jameson from earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it's the drunk it with rage. And then uh, he he grabs this guy mm-hmm. after coming back from being beaten in the face of the poker and just throws him out the window. Mm-hmm. And the glass like totally obliterates this guy. It's oh, not yeah. like it's just he a just fell through it. But there's literally face. like majority of the window is in his side as well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's a little un like realistic, but sure, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, because glass would fly outward with yeah. you, not like penetrate the skin, I think. Yeah. yeah. So if then, you landed on a shard, maybe. Yeah. 
So then we get to our next moments because it's just these moments are just made up of kill scenes that they wanted included, mm-hmm. but they didn't have any way to tie them into the story. Sure. So well, then, that's what it is. It's just yeah. it's a random. It's it's like this. If this movie was called like "I'll Be Home for Christmas." And it was just Billy's journey to get home and, like, everybody along no. the way died. It would make more sense. Right. Like, the title would explain walk more. Away. <laughs> right? like, geez. Like, Take a bus. Yeah. Like, I, there's no real motivation for him to go into yeah. this house. There's more motivation for him to kill the next two kids. Yeah. Like, because they're just within his path than well, going into this random house. One of the next ones. That's right, because they when they say three more have been killed, so the other kid just screamed. But we'll get there in a second. Um, so then the we little see, Cindy, yeah, oh little Cindy, she's like Santa, and he's right? like, "Have you been good?" And she's like, "Yep." And he's like, "Are you sure you've been good?" And he reaches Meanwhile, into his yeah, pocket. Yeah, while like, he's saying this, he's pick up a blade, and you're like, "He's gonna slit her throat." And he's like. She's like, I have been good. And he's like, are you positive about that? <laughs> like getting more intense. And she's like, I you super promise. secret double promise. Right? And then he's like, cool. I have this knife. And she's like, thanks. This bloody box cutter that I used to cut up Pam earlier. Right. Because uh, that's what it is. And yeah. like, and this is that one instance where I'm like, what if he had to ask this? To every person before he killed yeah. them and he's like man nobody will say yes I've been naughty <laughs> I can't kill any I can't punish why is everyone being like this <laughs> I like, just so want to punish yeah. yeah and then he moves on to his outdoor kills mm-hmm. meanwhile so he- um, oh nice nun has contacted the police now yeah and so they put out an all, pol- all points bulletin for someone dressed in a Santa suit which is assuming a lot too, yeah. like that the nun was like he's got to be dressed in a Santa suit going out killing people. Yeah. Uh, but I'll take it. But it would have been more interesting if they had snatched up a whole bunch of Santas throughout the night. Yeah. Just to like, because the cops are kind of forgotten about after this one scene where they see a Santa like enter through a ladder into the second story window. And they um, bust into the house. Mm-hmm. They're like. We gotta go upstairs, and the mom's like, "What are you doing?" And they're like, <laughs> "Your daughter." And then she's like, "What?" And they get upstairs and they point guns and like, "What are you doing?" And I the love, daughter's like, Wait, "Daddy." Did she see how they needed the show that the police went into one room and he wasn't there first, and yeah. then go over to the other room? I was like, "All right, cool. Wait. We're progressing through rooms. Thank you, <laughs> thank, thank you for fully establishing the layout of yeah. the upstairs of this room, this house. Um, yeah, and." The first thing that the, the girl, because uh, this is kind of the only Santa that is wearing the full beard and everything in this movie, and the, the girl doesn't go, Santa. She goes, Daddy! She's like, what? so excited. Like, Jeez. yeah. So that's not Billy. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a red herring. Oh. Uh... And then... We cut over to these two boys that are at the top of this hill, which is not a hill at all. Yeah. It's like, like a- we're going to sled down it. It's fresh powder. Meanwhile, the entire hill has a very clear one track sled like slope. It's like they. Like you can see where other people went down. Yes. It. <laughs> and I was like, 
That does not mean fresh powder and untouched, but they're like, it's a virgin hill. Okay, like, no, that's, it's not. this is a weird line. Yeah. Okay. He goes, look at this hill. Virgin, man. Right? And he goes, the only kind that you'll ever get. Which I was like, it's, it's a kind good of a thing. compliment. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're sleeping with virgins. Yeah. Like, is that to say, like, you can only dupe a virgin into sleeping with you? Which is yeah. like, is that an insult? Uh, I'm not sure, right? It's they're trying too hard to be like two guys, like ha ha ha, right? And then they say something else that's kind of Christmassy. That's like nobody would say that. Um, I forget what it was, but basically, two bullies show up, right? So we're getting we're getting introduced to characters in the third or like close to the end of the second act here that don't mean anything. Like, yeah. constantly. I mean, majority of characters in this movie don't mean anything. Right. But they take the time, at least in one scene, to establish that the bullies are mean and so they should die. And then, <coughs> excuse me, the people that they just bullied just go away. Yeah. <laughs> so these bullies take these guys' sleds and start sliding down the hill. And the first one goes down the hill and he's like... I made it, and it's not even like an exciting, like exciting sled ride. So if you're like never someone that's been sledding, or if you're like I've done the bare minimum for sledding, then like this is probably what you're used to. <laughs> but like real sledding, like I went down like a monumentous hill and like in like the neighborhood giant mm-hmm. hill area, and there was a house at the bottom, and I straight up crashed into their wood pile and probably got a concussion. Mm-hmm. My dad came out and was like. You should probably try aiming for not that <laughs> next time. And I was like, good. Like, doozy. Like, oh, I'll be fine. Like, went back up the hill for round two. Sure. Put some ice on it because there's ice everywhere. Like, if you're not risking death, you're not sledding. And these guys were not sledding. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> they were not. They kind of pushed themselves down the hill. Like, like they're, here, that's what I'm I saying. Go, it's not a uh, hill. No. It's just like they were sledding on gla- grass, like a flat plain. Right? And uh, so one guy gets down to the bottom of the hill. Then the other guy starts going. And just Billy pops out of nowhere, decapitates the guy. And then in a really cool shot, the rest of the body, with minus head, comes sledding down to meet the other guy. Yeah. Right? And then the head rolls down, too, on its mm-hmm. own. And then the guy's just screaming, and we cut away. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> like, yeah. he, the other guy doesn't die. Like, that's the thing is, like, there's no real motivation or reason why yeah. he kills. It's just like, hey, this guy was right here as I was walking it's through. Just as he's making his way. So, Billy, this entire time, is making his way to. He's making his way to the orphanage. Mm -hmm. And so after that scene, we essentially get the next morning. Right. And everyone's like, watch out for Killer Santa. Santa. (laughs) Watch out for Killer Santa. (laughs) In Australia, I'm like, oh, the Santa Claus. (laughs) But he, um, he, everyone's like on the watch out for him. And there's a cop that's like, oh, I'll go to the orphanage. He's sure. the closest one by because they put out like an APB. They're mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, get him. And the cop, as he's rolling up, sees a Santa walking towards the orphanage. Right. Meanwhile, this is a movie that 
I guess saw us coming a mile away and likes to establish that a little girl was playing telephone yeah. in the orphanage's office and left it off the hook. Yeah, so, so- no one could contact the orphanage. <laughs> They're like, I don't know who's been on the phone that long. It's like, no one. 30, that 30 years ago, lunch. they were like, People are going to make fun of this. Yeah. Um, we have to have a reason for the phone being off the hood. Right. So nobody could contact the orphanage. Yeah. So um, the police officer sees a Santa Claus. Dr- um, like, speeds up, parks, and it's like, you okay? step away from him. And <laughs> I was burping. Sorry. Okay. He like speeds up and is like, stop, Santa. Santa doesn't stop. And then the police officer like fires two rounds into Santa. Blows him away, traumatizes these kids. Mortally wounds Santa. <laughs> and everyone's like, what? And it turns out they shoot the deaf father O'Brien. Which is another time when they were like, oh, somebody's going to question that too. Might as well be like, he was deaf. That's why he didn't hear yeah. like, freeze. <laughs> The, the 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 amount of overthinking on things that aren't important versus <laughs> major important things yeah. is is way off. Like the scales of logic in this movie of what we write and what we focus on versus what we don't <laughs> are all over the place. <laughs> so, so um of course now the orphanage knows what's going on. Mother Superior has gathered all children into the lobby which is also the living room of the orphanage. Um, and the cop's like, I'm going to search the perimeter. So he does. He goes downstairs in a moment of like, There's like suspense. A cellar. Yeah. Um, and nothing happens in the cellar. Uh, goes back upstairs. <laughs> yep. Billy swings an axe right into his chest. And he tumbled. Does he tumble down the stairs? Yeah. 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 Um, and then that cops out for the count. So now Billy is free to enter the orphanage. Uh, Meanwhile, Nice Nun and and Detective are on their way to the orphanage. And did you notice the nun is, like, not sitting in the passenger seat, but, like, halfway into the center of it for no reason? I was like, "Mm, I'm getting a little close there, aren't you, Nunley? Right. You shouldn't do that. God's (laughs) watching. So we finally get... Real Christmas music, because uh, Mother Superior asks the children to sing uh, Deck the Halls with her. Right? To calm them. Right. And then... Because um, they just saw Santa get murdered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, Oh, Come Let Us Adore Him, yeah. they also sing. So we get two Christmas songs uh, before this all plays out. Um, one of the children because Mother Superior is a horrible supervisor, yeah, <laughs> sees Billy at the door and is like, Santa, and immediately lets him in. Like, why didn't Mother Superior be like, let's go to a back room, or like... Lock the door more don't than... Don't talk to Santa today, he's upset. <laughs> right. Don't talk to Santa, because he already night. was killed yeah. and now doesn't exist. Yeah. Which, in this moment, Billy comes in, and she's like... There is no Santa Claus. And I'm like, holy yeah, she shatters shit. shatters that illusion. <laughs> Which, okay, I'd like to see a movie after this. Like, this is where the Silent Night sequel should have went off, is that now every one of these kids has seen another killer. They've seen a Santa Claus die and then it be risen back from the dead. And there are 18 <laughs> killer Santas. Silent Night, Deadly Night, 18. Yeah. Jimmy. <laughs> 
Silent Night, Deadly Night 12, Sandra. Like, it's all just their individual stories of how they all became murderers. And they all had to work at, like, Toys R Us. (laughs) They're like, and you get placed in the puzzle factory. And they're like, I got the worst outcome. I'm the puzzle maker. Yeah. Like, some of them are elves to other killer Santa Clauses. that's also how Jigsaw got his start, so. Ah. You want to play a game? Yeah. You want to sit on Santa's lap? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, oh, God. <laughs> that voice killed me. <laughs> I have an intricately elaborate set of toys I want you to play uh, with. <laughs> How do I look in my pig mask? Uh, gross. Why does he have a pig mask? For shits and gigs. <laughs> right. For pigs and shits. So, um... The detective, just in the nick of time before Billy decides to uh, kill Mother Superior, yeah, um, who's now in a wheelchair for I guess because she's old. Um, ten years later, um, the detective comes in in the nick of time, shoots Billy in the back, and Billy is dead. Well, not before he's bleeding from the head. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was where the fire poker hit him. Oh, we're going back to that. Yeah, now no, he's bloody. Yeah. I, you do see it a little bit whenever he's handing off the carpet cutter. Okay. Maybe I missed it. Maybe. Okay. So, um, after this, uh, the movie ends with... Uh, yeah. It okay, just kind this of like, is weird. So Billy walks in and he's like, I'm going to kill you, Mother Superior. And he raises the axe and Mother Superior is like, I'm mm-hmm, ready. Mm-hmm. And then he gets like shot in the back and he's done. Yeah. So that's that. It pans up to a boy, right? Which is Billy's little brother. Thanks. Well, you, you, you were... You know that beforehand. Yeah, but kind of. The only reason that you know it is because of one little scene... That we we failed to establish that like when Billy was spying on the kids, I mean that were having sex in 1974, and Mother yeah. Superior yells at them outside. There's one kid that's like your brother's an, a psycho or something, right? He's like shut up, right? So well, then, that is the only no, establishment that you see one. of that kid's face. No, there's another one. What? And it's um. After they kill bad, they kill good Santa. They're inside, and Mother Superior's like, "Oh, so and so, can you do this for me?" And she's like, "He's the good child, not like Billy." She has a Missed line that. like that. Okay. She associates him with Billy and says, "Like that's the good son of the two. Okay. Well, so we do get that establishment. Okay. But so then Billy goes down, he dies, and then. It just pans up, and the and and the and it shows Billy's brother, and he's right. naughty, naughty. And then somebody leans on the Casio keyboard again, yeah, it's like, and the ah! credits, and, I'm like, and credits roll. Yeah, boom, 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 <laughs> and that's it. Santa's watching. Santa's like, waiting. I like this is a movie for me. Because here comes the W's for me. Like, yeah. this is a movie that, So, Jonathan, like, wait. Um, yeah? I just want to know, what are your what are your W's? What are your who, what, when, warehouse? Aw. <laughs> um, it's just nice when we reverse roles. Right. Um, this is a All movie... top, you bottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a movie for me <laughs> that, like, 
it didn't know what it exactly wanted to be. Yeah. It didn't know if it wanted to be completely serious with its horror or a little bit tongue-in-cheek, right? And I think because of that, it mostly fails on both levels because it doesn't establish itself. Like, clearly by the taglines we read, it so badly wanted to be like, this is the slasher movie for Christmas. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, you've seen Halloween, you've seen all the other holidays, you know? Um, But fails at that because it's not scary enough. But fails also at the attempt of maybe being as fun as maybe nightmare by just throw. Yeah. This is a movie where it's like, you could have thrown in so many Christmas puns and stuff that it would have been a blast to listen to you throw one liners out as you kill. I agree. And for me, like my W's I think would be like, I don't, I wouldn't discredit it as watching it in any way. I would say, no, this was fun to watch, watch it to prepare for Christmas, but don't watch it on Christmas. (laughs) Watch it to prepare for part two, which seems ridiculous. Um, no, I think it's a, I think it's a good film. It's not a well thought out film. They didn't plan it really great because there's a lot of exposition. There's not a lot of like follow through with everything, Mm -hmm. but I do think it, it has heart, yes. which is what you want Christmas movies to have, is heart. <laughs> and the heart is fully exposed and bloody. Yep. <laughs> so um, when you speak about it not actually being well thought out, there's a couple pieces of trivia that are extremely interesting that we didn't cover, is that this movie came out the same week as Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Right? Which is like, okay, cool. Like you, you had to have known about nightmare coming out, right? Nightmare came out. It was what established new line cinema. And this movie came out from TriStar at the time, which is that horse, you know, dun, 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 dun. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, I, 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 it's things like this that really come back to my childhood, but, uh, you just shut them down. I know TriStar is. <laughs> yeah. I was doing it for pe- other people. It's not always for you. Just because I'm talking to you. Um, so the thing is that this movie wasn't the first of its kind, right? Yeah, no. So it already had things established, uh, such as, like we said before, Christmas Evil. There was a uh, Tales from the Crypt story about a killer Santa. The Tales from the Crypt show hadn't come out yet with the killer Santa yeah. at that point. But Christmas Evil came out in 1980. Tales from the Crypt uh, comic story came out in 1972 about it. Uh, we already had Black Christmas, which you mentioned. Uh, so it had a lot where it's like, okay, this has done it. This is our chance to maybe be fun and do it better. Because at this point, we'd already also had Friday the 13th and Halloween. Friday the 13th, we had it was up to part four by 1984, yeah. right? So And Halloween was uh, coming out with halloween three the next year so we already had core things that we knew right this was your chance to be fun with it like yeah. let's be fun we know killer santa that's ridiculous and they fail i think oh, yeah. in the fun department right um and it's just not it's not uh cheesy enough with its horror yeah. to be fun in that way Right, it's the horror is actually decent. It didn't realize what it was in itself. Right, um, but because it fails, I think it gets a bad rap. Like that, people called for its uh, dismissal. Like they they ripped it out of the theater because people were like, "You're destroying the image of Santa." Yeah. Right. 
without the people that are complaining about it realizing that other movies had done it before. Yeah. Why? Because I think if this movie actually was good, like in any way, shape, or form, during this time, it would have got the attention that it deserved. So yeah. it got ripped out of the theater in its second week. Well, see, I think it also, I think it had too much promotion mm-hmm. because it had a lot of promise. Sure. And that's why people wanted to rip it out of theaters because they were like, mm, you're getting a lot of coverage and we don't need that. Right. Yeah, there was uh, film TV ads that were pulled. Uh, the image of Santa Claus carrying an axe was like specifically uh, focused on. Um, it w- a little fun trivia, Mickey Rooney, uh, he was a major detractor for the film, right? He he panned it and was yeah. like, how dare you like, you know, ruin the image of 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 Santa, right? And then went on to play to play in the Silent Night Deadly Night 5, The Toy Maker. Um and people uh seem to think that the possibility of him explaining that he featured in a Silent Night Deadly Night after like ripping on the first one is that during production of part 5, it was just called The Toy Maker and then they attached the Silent Night thing and apparently toy maker uh part five has nothing to do with this movie at all anyway yeah and they just after a while you start just attaching things to a, a, yeah. a named kind of like kind of like slumber party massacre 2 yeah <laughs> really, yeah um and so it's just funny because because of that it turned mickey rooney in that in this instance in a into a hypocrite maybe not by his own choice yeah. um and so this movie does have a remake just called Silent Night uh, back in 2012. I'm curious how similar it is. Um, you had mentioned before we started that Sam Raimi was considered to direct this film. Oh, I thought it would have been great if he did that. I think so too because that's that, like we said, fun that we're yeah. talking about. He had already done Evil Dead at this point. Yeah. This would have been super fun, super corny, tongue-in-cheek, this that would have been the movie. That yeah. would have been hilariously oh, yeah. fun, right? Um, and way more gory, I think, like yeah. in a fun way. Like he would have incorporated more, like more somebody probably effects, would have got a like, Christmas tree star through the chest or something, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Um, somebody would have probably got it thrown in a fireplace, like down yeah. a chimney, stuff down a chimney. This is the fun stuff, you know. We're thinking more into this than they did, I think. Oh yeah. So, um. Yeah, that's 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 about it. Um, do you have any recommendation for this? Like, should people add this to their to list of things like to watch W's? for Christmas? Yeah, no, not the, yeah. What what are your W's for this? Um, I don't. You love Christmas, but you don't love that Christmas spirit. Okay, okay. Um, mine would be like. If you are having like where you're like this is a ridiculous movie to play in the background while we all get drunk at a Christmas party, yeah. like and or maybe have a marathon of how ridiculous these are, this is how you Do start it, it yeah. out. Yep, this is it. Add it to Black Christmas and Christmas Evil, and uh, just have a blast with it. Honestly, uh, have a drinking party like we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, Drink along with us. That's right. So, uh, Huma said, "Slumber party, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part Two is coming up after this. They were released the same day. So, um, if you finish this, hop right over and listen to Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two. Uh, but I recommend 
watching our comedy commentary on Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, which yeah. is on YouTube right now. Search Bombs Away dash Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, and it'll come right up. And uh, go ahead and listen to that, where you can actually watch the film and listen to us make fun of it, just like Mystery Science Theater. Um, that's the best way to put it. Um, other than that, you can follow us at Bombs Away Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can write to us, contact at bombsawayshow.com. Keep those reviews coming in. Keep those suggestions coming in. And we will see you next week with the 1980 slasher New Year's Evil. You going to keep making fun of me? Yeah, I am. Okay. See, I'm, I'm doing hand motions, guys. I'm going to stop. Uh, and Jarrett likes to make fun of me when I am overly animated on the microphone and nobody can see me. So we hope you had an awesome holidays, everybody out there, right? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Really. Tr- Absolutely. Truly. Tru- truthfully. Yeah. Sincerely. Just, yeah. That's the word. Suck back Christmas joy. <laughs> that's all you got to do. Yeah. And um, other than that, I'm Jonathan. I'm Jarrett. And go forth and punish. 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 <laughs>John here from the Bonds Away podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about the place where we record. That's right, the Frida Cinema. What is the Frida Cinema? Well, it's a program of the Long Beach Cinematique here in California, and it serves Santa Ana and neighboring communities as a nonprofit art house cinema dedicated to enriching, connecting, and educating communities through the art of cinema. But it's so much more than that. Guys, not only do they screen amazing films here, but they also hold out-of-this-world special events. And when we're talking about special events, we're talking about shadow casting. Shadow casting, if you don't know, is where actors perform in front of the movie that you're seeing. And they have costumes, and they're doing audience participation, and it is just an amazing event. The shadow casting that we do here is films such as Rocky Horror or Little Shop of Horrors, or Repo the Genetic Opera, or even The Forbidden Zone. Wow, The Forbidden Zone. Like, when's the last time you saw that? Or maybe shadow casting isn't your thing, but what about rooftop cinemas? That's right. Right on our rooftop, we do special screenings of throwback movies that you love, including Ghostbusters, or the current Beauty and the Beast, Guardians of the Galaxy, or even Jurassic Park. And that's not the only thing with these rooftop cinemas. They also have special peoples that show up, special guests, including the Orange County Ghostbusters and their vehicles and their costumes, or maybe Jurassic Park and the Jurassic Park Jeep. You ever gotten a photo with any of these things? I have, and it's because I was there at these events. So if you're looking for special events to go to or like out of this world just crazy audience participation things like Scott Pilgrim and with lights and sound and like things that you've never even seen before go to the Frida Cinema you can check out the Frida Cinema locations filming schedules and 
everything entertainment-wise at www.thefreetocinema.org. Or you can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com slash thefreetocinema and on Instagram and Twitter at thefreetocinema. The Free to Cinema, for the filmmakers, for the film goers, and for you. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.